Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Evelyn and this is Life Over Matter and happy Wednesday to you or whenever it is that you'll be listening to this. I uh, have been catching up on some reading lately and some housework and some work work and I have been turning all kinds of different stones over the exercises and different lessons that we've learned over the course of the last couple months episodes. I am working on a Revelations episode that will come out before I take my break uh, in a month or so, um, depending. I'm still figuring everything out with the road trip, so uh, that's in the air. Uh, But I will have a Revelations episode to go along with some of the exercises that I've been putting into fruition and uh, working on, you know, networking and the Transcendental Meditation teacher and working on my fear of heights, uh, which had it, it was getting worse as I was getting older. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And then sometimes I get into a situation where I'm really high above ground and I'm like, uh, this isn't such a great idea. Uh, different things that we've gone over, different meditation practices, different research that I've been doing, talking to different people, visiting different places. Uh, I'll be talking about all of that in an upcoming Revelations episode, which is uh, fantastic. Outside of the research and the reading and whatnot, I have been relaxing a little bit. I uh, have kind of like a living room outside uh, of my house. Uh, on my lanai. It's got a television and it's got lights and plants and all fun stuff. And so I've been sitting out there lately and kind of facing the heat head on. I'm down in South Florida and uh, catching up on reading while doing that. Uh, Just kind of sitting under the stars while learning about the stars. That's another thing that I've gotten like an awakened interest in is astrology. Uh, Not anything crazy, not digging too deep into the layers of the earth and its atmosphere, Um, but uh, just kind of understanding how they align with your spiritual self and things. To remind anybody who's new to the podcast, I don't really relate to one religion or another. I feel like all of the rivers in the world lead to the same ocean, uh, as metaphorically speaking. So I was raised Catholic. So I have a, a background, a foundation behind me. I do believe in God. Um, but it's just the big questions and curiosities about all of that. And I think that it plays a big part in all of the goals that I'm trying to achieve, whether it's not being afraid of things as I get older, trying to lead a healthier lifestyle and what it means for me uh, and being a better person in general, the random acts of kindness, different Uh, cultures and lifestyles. I can really empathize with what it's like being in someone else's shoes and love in general, just being a a better uh, person to connect with and um, a better worker, a better leader. Um, Developing leadership is something that I'm very passionate about and travel uh, and just getting as much of the atmosphere into life as I, I possibly can squeeze in there. And so um, I've just been, yeah, sitting outside and uh, watching on YouTube. I talk about YouTube all the time. You guys probably think I'm sitting at home watching YouTube 24-7, which I'm not. But uh, when I'm sitting out on the lanai and, um, you know, I look for live feeds uh, when I'm reading because obviously I can't be watching TV and reading at the same time. 
So um, a lot of the live feeds that I'll put on is um, like, and this is kind of graphic, if you uh, are ever like doing mindless work uh, and you need something to play in the background, they've got, um, it's salmon season in the Katmai National Forest in Alaska, and they have a live feed that's all daylight hours for us, but um, anytime I want to watch it, it's live, and it's... This national park that's famous for its bears, and the bears come and they hunt the salmon, and it just shows them in the lake, or in the river, in the rapids, really, hunting salmon, and the salmon are, like, jumping right into their mouths, which, that's what's the graphic part about it, is because they show no mercy for these salmon, but it's also interesting, I've learned some things uh, about the salmon's eggs, and why they swim swim upstream, and, like, all these, like, mindless facts that one would not normally know but in the meantime I've been doing some interesting research on um, some Buddhist practices I know that that's also kind of random but I caught up on a couple of the Emmy Emmy (laughs) Emmy nominations geez Uh, this week I've been having speech issues hardcore Um, anyway Emmy nominations, <clears throat> and a lot of them I've seen already, uh, and I don't really get into, e- e- like, award shows ever, ever in my life. I've never been into an award show, but um, this time when they made the announcements, I was like, hey, I've seen that, hey, I've seen that, hey, I've seen that, and there was a few that I hadn't seen, and so just recently I watched The Dropout on Hulu, <clears throat> and I don't know if you've seen it. It's got Amanda Seyfried in it. And um, she is <clears throat> she is Elizabeth Holmes, who uh, dropped out of Stanford to develop a piece of machinery that could test uh, medically a drop of blood for a bunch of diagnos- a di- bunch of diagnostics. And um, they couldn't establish an accurate prototype. And so they kind of, wiped over it in every negotiated deal that they had and corporate companies were falling for it hook line and sinker and forwarding investments of several million dollars in order for her to um go forward with this invention and so meantime everybody's crowning her like the most affluent woman billionaire in the world and I'd miss this all somehow in real life. I don't know how. I didn't know who this person was. I didn't know what this machine did. I know what Siemens machines are. Uh, but other than that, it was totally out of my realm of uh, interest until I watched it. It was so good. If you have the opportunity to watch it, it was, it was excellent. And Amanda Seyfried was really um, riveting in it, actually. Uh, she had to change her voice for it like halfway through the series and there's a whole backing behind that in the true story which I also looked up because I had to Um, (laughs) so if you get the chance to watch that that's definitely something that I thought was really good this week I binge watched it um, and it was fantastic Uh, there was a couple other series that I'd watched over the course of the last year like Ozark of course is in there and that was really good Um, there was a couple of them that I was surprised were in there, uh, and there was a couple that I was surprised were left off, 
but it will be interesting. I also watched the Janet Jackson documentary this week. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. It's also very good. I learned a whole lot about the Jackson family. And I don't know if those of you who are listening like the Jacksons, but they're my jam. Absolutely my jam. I saw Janet Jackson when I was 13 years old. And it was the Rhythm Nation tour. And I knew every single song. And I swear we made eye contact at one point, And it made my life worth living. Like I was a, a fan for life and have been ever since. So watching that was really cool. But yeah, I've been reading a bunch of articles on Buddhist practices. A couple friends and I are pretty into their um, belief system on certain things. And so today I'm going to be talking to you about Satori. Uh, It is a practice that was actually mentioned in the dropout. And it was in the chaos of things uh, that an editor from the Wall Street Journal was talking about this practice and it got my attention and then I started looking it up and I started breaking it down uh, and I thought that it would be an amazing uh, thing to learn about for our Wednesday and I also thought that it would be uh, an excellent practice to keep in mind when going through uh, some of life's roller coaster of emotions uh, that may be in store for our future. So with that being said, We're going to go to a quick break, and uh, I'll be back to talk about it right after this. All right. Thank you so much for sticking with me through the break. As I mentioned before uh, we left off. I'm talking to you today about a uh, Buddhist philosophy. And what it is, is it's called Satori, and it's worth a Google. It's kind of in the same realm of Nirvana, if you have ever heard of Nirvana, not the band, and uh, what it is to feel those sensations. Um, it is, by definition, the sudden enlightenment and state of consciousness attained by intuitive illumination representing the spiritual goal of Zen Buddhism. Now, in the last episode entitled Everything Zen, I went over the different types of meditations with you and some of them I also was enlightened to learn about. And in some of those meditations, you can get yourself so deeply involved in a meditation that you almost feel like you have an out-of-body experience. It doesn't happen very often, but once you get really seasoned with meditation, you can take yourself places in your imagination. And it's just as simple as closing your eyes and thinking about something uh, that you'd like to do or a place you'd like to go or a feeling that you would like to have. And if you are in tune with your senses that you can almost smell the smells that you would smell in that place, hear the sounds that would happen, and you can place yourself in the atmosphere in your imagination within the meditation, which is awesome. It's also great for achieving goals, which is something that I'm always oriented with when it comes to weight loss or saving money or coming up with new and innovative ideas and thinking differently about some of the ways that things have always been done the same and thinking outside the box. 
Uh, and sometimes I've told you guys I'm looked at like I'm crazy and sometimes people are like oh my gosh I can't believe I haven't thought of that before and it's just going the extra you know mile when it comes to reaching right And, and that's a lot of the meditations that I use is when I'm out of options Uh, I will go and I will have a meditation, whether it's to calm myself down or think of new ideas or just to kind of take a vacation from life for a couple minutes and restart and recharge my batteries because of how hard a time I have sleeping usually. Uh, A meditation really, really helps. And within the meditation helping me uh, comes a feeling of peace and tranquility and uh, answers and maybe some comfort in there too uh, because I will recollect memories that have happened to me that remind me that you know I'm loved and that I do have good ideas and that I am you know cared about and missed and all of those things that make you feel really special And um, it's important to have those conversations with yourself. And I have to remind myself of that all the time. And once I sit back and I do that, it's like a refreshment. And it all depends on what kind of meditation that you choose, right? And it goes well beyond the 10 that we went over last week. It can be your own. It doesn't have to fall into a certain category. And with that being said, uh, I thought that it meshed very well with today's topic because it is the feeling that you get when you fall into certain patterns of meditation uh, because you get really seasoned and you're able to control it to a certain extent based on what your goals are, what your outlooks are, your, your outlook on being by yourself and being okay with who you are on the inside. And that doesn't mean anything about your external relationships or, you know, love interests, spouses, uh, you know, parents, siblings, anything like that, your children, nothing like that. It's the relationship that you have with yourself. And, you know, you'll hear people say, are you okay with going out to eat by yourself? Are you okay with going to the movies by yourself? Are you okay with going shopping by yourself? And if you are, then you're a very strong emotional person. It's not so much that you're a very strong emotional person. I'm doing air quotes. It's more or less being okay with pep talking yourself up when you need it, processing hard news when you need to, staying motivated and coming up with new goals all the time so you can stay polished and keep yourself disciplined to a certain extent to keep your willpower strong and you know because we are human and humans have all different kinds of situations that happen outside of our control that will take us on a journey of a different kind right you can have all of these goals and all of these end games but then you can be hit with all of these different stones on the journey to get there and it's just getting up and brushing yourself off and being able to do that and having the tools to be able to do that is important which segues to the meditation and then choosing the meditation and then taking yourself to the places that you need within your head and uh you know that's part of getting back up and understanding the lesson and taking the wisdom from it right And so I apologize. I know I got really deep there for a minute, but it's important to understand 
why this was chosen and why I've been kind of touching upon meditation throughout this entire journey for myself because even though I have an incredibly spiritual background and I've done all this research and I've talked to all these gurus and everything like that, I also am so passionate about leadership and leadership development, like I said earlier, uh, and being the best with money that I can be. I didn't expect, you know, an in- inflation to occur and all of the prices for everything going up right in the middle of while I'm starting to learn about the best way to do certain things when it comes to banking and finances and things like that. Curveballs, right? The stones being thrown at you. Uh, you know, emotional stuff. I, I had lost a lot of people over the course of the last couple years. My dog passed away. Uh, it was a lot. And that was all during the course of this journey with the podcast. The weight loss surgery, you know, on the path to that, everything going great. And then I'm passing stones in my gallbladder, had to have a surgery for that. That was another stone, (laughs) pardon the pun, being thrown. And you have to adjust your sails, right? So this is going to be a tool that we can use to adjust our sails and, uh, you know, help polish to be the best us that we can be. And uh, that's why I felt that it was important. So breaking it down, because it is Wednesday and you're probably listening to this before work and I don't want to keep you too long today because, you know, I can get chatty. Anyway, so uh, I wanted to teach you guys and myself about the description of feelings and the achievement of the Satori. Uh, So... We'll get into that in just a minute. I'm going to cut this segment off in case you need to pause it. And then I'll talk to you about how to achieve this feeling. Okay, so stick with me because this is going to get really deep before it starts to float to the surface and make sense to you. So uh, I don't know if you need to take notes on this or whatever you need to do. I will try to go through it pretty slow so that the concept of the philosophy is understood. And that way, if you want to listen to this segment over again, it will make more sense to you and more sense to you the more that you listen to it because I myself for comprehension purposes had to read over it a number of times and as you know I'm reading all the time every day so um yeah I had to read over it a couple times (laughs) anyway so it's not that it's hard to read it's just conceptual so you have to be able to relate it to yourself as you listen to it so I'm also Probably not going to put music in the back of this segment just so that you can hear it. And if you're practicing it, say you're in a room somewhere or you're in an atmosphere where you can practice it, you're good. It's not a whole long explanation of it before I get into talking about the practice itself. So just a forewarning, don't turn off your episode just yet thinking that it's an exercise because I'm just going to explain what the exercise is and then go into it further. So imagine that you are sleeping, but you're convinced that you're awake while you sleep. However, 
After awakening comes the realization that the experience gained there was not real. It's all just an illusion. Satori is a very similar sensation, like a sharp awakening from a dream. The only thing is that the already waking experience is an illusion. What is experienced in this awakened state is the absolute foundation upon which the concept of life is superimposed. That is, the concept of ordinary life, or as it is also called, the ordinary small mind. It exists completely in our mind. Therefore, all the suffering that is generated by human understanding are considered as completely unnecessary. The self formed, like any idea, their source is intelligence. The descriptions of Satori's feeling indicate complete liberation from the unnecessary. Satori is a spiritual goal of Zen Buddhism. This is a key concept in Zen. The word Satori roughly translates as personal enlightenment or a flash of sudden awareness. Satori Zen defines as an intuitive experience. It's a feeling that Satori can overtake. I, suddenly out of nowhere. So it's called Zen Buddhism. Number two is after an indefinite period of time, focus on meditative practices. The practice of Santori can lead to Samhati, the state is, step, is the stepping stone to the cosmic consciousness. Satori is a glimpse of samadhi. If the state of Satori can be defined as an experience of enlightenment that has a beginning and an end, then samadhi has no end. It is a breakthrough to the enlightenment consciousness, which gradually will be filled. In the Zen Buddhist tradition, the concept of Satori is closely related to Kenshaw, Looking at his true nature. Ken means to see, to look, and show means nature essence. Bosatori and Kensha are often translated as enlightenment and seems to be interchangeable concepts. In fact, these are two ways leading to one goal. Number one is Satori is a sudden awakening when a person realizes the truth and sees everything as is without any filtering of information. This is a deep, liberating experience which immediately shifts the perception of the person and gives them access to the truth. Meditation, Satori, will help to survive this experience. Number two is Kenshaw is a gradual process when a person learns from his experience and receives various ideas that slowly push him toward a state of enlightenment. This is the way a person learns from mistakes, suffering, and pain, and thus becomes better than he was. How do you achieve this? It has been long revealed that stress is one of the risk factors for serious diseases. It can cause headaches, asthma attacks, allergies, and much more. The modern way of life is filled with stress, emanating from feelings about work, well-being, home, relationships, and in the family. And while many people are convinced that meditative practices necessarily involve religion, 
Everyone can apply Satori as means of comfort and relaxation, not being a Zen believer. The state of Satori can be achieved in two ways. Number one, koans, or questions about yourself and the meaning of life. Zen believers often spend whole days meditating on such issues. They seem very simple at first glance. An example of a koan is the question, who am I? First comes to mind is the shallow answer. I'm 30 years old, I'm an accountant, I'm the mother of two children, etc. But Satori's goal is deeper answers. I'm independent, I do well in what I do, and I love it. There's no right or wrong answer to the Cohen because each person is unique and lives differently than others. Other questions that will help Satori achieve is, what is my goal and what is my true nature? Number one is meditation. Concentration is the key to meditation. For Satori newcomers, concentrating can be difficult because the mind is filled with distracting thoughts. Practice Satori will help to concentrate with the help of mantras, which need to be repeated mentally. Also, Satori's meditative practices involve proper breathing techniques. The Satori Breathing Technique Satori's breath requires attention. Conscious breathing moves the focus of the thoughts from the outer to the inner. Satori's technique is a proven relaxation technique. Deep and slow breathing supplies the brain with the necessary amount of oxygen. The motto of Satori's breathing practice is you breathe more deeply and you live longer. To properly perform a breathing exercise, lie flat on your back. It's important that the spine is in the forward position. Turn on music for the meditation that you like. Breathe deeply without pausing between breaths. Alternate breathing only with your nose, with breathing in your nose and exhaling through your mouth. And sometimes go from deep and slow breathing to fast and shallow. Avoid darkening of the eyes and dizziness and change the rhythm and depth of breathing if something happens. So now we've gone over what it means, what it means to you personally, and how to experience it. So I'm not sure if you took any notes or if you'll have to listen to this segment again. But on the side, I took a couple notes <laughs> because I, uh, I, ha- I hit the roadblocks, you know, sometimes, like we all do. And then I have to reassess, right? I need a new plan. That's, that's my non-meditative uh, instinct response is, okay, I need another plan. Uh, and what went broke so I can fix it so I can smooth the sails, you know, I can smooth the road, right? Um, and in order to do that, you got to be analytical. And then when you're analytical, you stumble across things you didn't even realize were wrong. And then it's just a whole big thing. In an exercise like this, I would take a situation and I would meditate first to take it out of my brain. But as soon as I clear my head, it would be the first thing that I was thinking about, which in talking to some other people who do meditation often, that's a common response. If you've got something that's weighing on your mind pretty heavily, whenever you clear your mind, whenever you do certain meditations, that's going to be the first thing that you think about. So with that being said, uh, you can kind of 
take yourself out of the situation and what would you tell you if you were somebody else and you were giving them advice? Or you can look at it from the perspective of what kind of answers come to you in the silence. Because when you think about your brain and you think about everything that you've got going on, it's a lot of noise, right? It's a lot of chaos. At least it can be for me on certain times. I definitely have to be cognizant of sitting back and taking some deep breaths, meditative or not, and understanding that A, this too shall pass, whatever it may be, and making sure to remember the lesson in every negative experience because there is a lesson to be learned. Even if it's a repetitive issue, you do find lessons every single time, if not a different lesson every single time, depending on what it is. And it makes you appreciate the wins more and it gives yourself a pat on the back when it's something that you've been struggling to achieve or something that you have been trying over and over and over again that may not have been successful And then when it finally does, this light bulb goes off and illuminates this incredible shine because you have been sticking so much time and effort into that goal that when it comes to fruition, it's such a big deal. It's such a celebratory event. Uh, And so I wrote some notes down on this because I'm all about centering and finding that uh, grounding and um, form of consciousness that can bring me awareness And uh, it's one of my goals on many of the goals (laughs) that I have in this whole podcast uh, journey that we're on. So uh, I hope that you were able to get a lot out of this. I certainly was. I know that I, like I said, I've been veering in the meditative spiritual path on the podcast recently. Uh, And it's just because a lot of the lists that we do on how to live your best life and be your best self and all of that outside of like my air fryer recipes and different ways to spend your time and different shows to watch and different ways to do your finances and money making side hustles and all of that fun stuff uh, is the relationship that you have with yourself and how you process elements of emotion and the special keys on how to manipulate those functions to work best for you and deal with them better and look at the bright side and take those energies positively or at least take those energies and be able to do something with them so that when you recycle them into the world, they are adding something of benefit to somebody else or to something that you're working on. It's all connected, right? So if you have any any feedback on this, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at Life Over Matter Podcast on Instagram. You can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app or you could email me uh, at evelynkishyahoo.com if you got like a book that you want to share or something. <laughs> Just let me know who you are when you email me uh, because that's the weirdest is when I have no idea who I, who, who I got information from. Um, it's because some people have like side emails where all like the junk goes to their side emails and then it doesn't have their name or anything. It's just random. Uh, so please make sure that you let me know who you are, uh, whenever you email me, if that's what you decide to do. But, uh, this podcast is available on several different platforms, I understand. So if there's any way that you want to connect with me on there, you're more than welcome to. I understand also that there is an opportunity to favorite my podcast if you want to know when all of the new episodes and content comes out. Uh, I would definitely do that if I were you or if you didn't know that it was an option. 
outside of that, I am glad that you joined me today. And I'm really grateful for you and uh, spending time with me. I appreciate it so much. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends uh, if you'd like or if you feel that it would help anybody else in any way. And uh, have a great rest of your week. Uh, I will talk to you again on Saturday. Until then, also have a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, and good night.